this is going to be a short one, but we're at the point now that the CT scan has been taken and we're waiting. We're waiting on the results. But prior to that, I believe it was on the 8th, we were uh, contending for financial um, relief. <laughs> um, and it was quite again, intense. And we were asking God that he provide a way for my son's car payment. It was coming out today on the 10th. And he didn't have the money. He had been told on Monday when they tried to do the CT scan that he had to pay for the CT scan. And so it took his car payment. (laughs) And he paid for it and said, well, I, I did what I needed to do. And now, you know, I don't know how the car payment's going to get paid. (laughs) So I was interceding on Tuesday and, um, he was asking and, and, um, I don't know how many other people were, but people are praying and, um, we were coming up against a a situation and um, we had tried to refinance to possibly you know get get a lower payment and also to get um, some extra cash for other bills and um, they wouldn't do it and here here my son has paid for two years on this car never been late and uh, got a raise in pay even from the time that they gave him the loan and he didn't have to have a cosigner or nothing and they wouldn't do it so I'm thinking well okay financial systems is getting real tight so we We had thought of another way and we tried everything that we tried in our own ability. It was all no in the world. So we sat back and said, Lord, it's it's all up to you now. You know, we've done what we could we could do and we got no's all the way through, so um now we're you know just requesting you know if if the car lags in any way then we have no way you know we have no transportation so um it was probably well into the afternoon and then all of a sudden I got this prompting in in my heart and it came several times, several times, and it said, get a hold of his dad, and now I have not spoken to his dad in over 30 years, and I don't have his phone number, 
and I'm thinking, okay, well, and believe me, I had to sit back and think about this, and then I, I said, okay, Lord, you know, so I looked it up on the internet, and I was having trouble finding it. I found his address, but the phone number was a little bit more troublesome. And I think I tried a couple times, and there was no no um, showing of it. And, of course, a lot of these sites want you to pay money to get all the information, so I wasn't going to do that. And um, so I sat back and I said, okay, I can only somehow get so far. So then um, he prompted me again to keep trying. <laughs> and I went, okay. So um, I found a site that gave cell phone numbers. And I thought, they're probably going to ask me to pay. So I looked it up, and there it was. There it was. And so I took the number down, and I didn't hesitate. I called. I called. And he answered the phone, and I asked if it was him, and said yes and I and then I announced myself and I said um I have to call you with some information and he goes okay and I told him about his son and that you know this this time in his life it would be really a great thing if you could help him back with him because and I told him what they had told us he was in stage 4 cancer so he was kind of (laughs) shocked he was shocked and then I heard his wife, his current wife in the background kind of like surprised too and I said so I just wanted you to know you're his father and he's your first he's your firstborn son so you know and it, I guess it had been about 15 plus years since he even talked to to him so there was a uh, kind of a gap there in the relationship because of of things and um so he said okay give me his number and address and I'll give him a call and I gave it to him and I said well thank you very much and I ended the call and left it be so right after I made that call my son calls me and he's like surprised and he says I just got $250 put into my bank account and I said yeah because I had gotten a text message you know while I was on the call with his dad and it showed you know the the aspect and it was my cousin and so I said to him I said God loves you. God loves you. 
and he heard us. And then I told him, I said, and I think one reason why, because he hears our prayers, but the other reason was, I called your father. And I told him, and I basically left it in his court to take this opportunity to reconcile with you and maybe possibly help you if he could. And um, so I said, that's what God's after. He's a God of reconciliation. Yes, he's a miracle-working God, too. But he's also after reconciliation. And if we don't make those steps towards what his word says, then it kind of stops things. It stops processes, you know. Yes, he can bless you and he can heal you and all that, but you have to follow what his word says. And um, he says, well, I was never mad at my dad. I said, I know you were never mad. But somehow it became estranged, and you never talked, and you never, you know, things were left in a very, um, maybe tense way, and, you know, it led to no communication. So, and I don't know if he's going to call you, but he said he would, so, um, we'll see. It's in his his ball court now. It's not anything of you or I anymore. It's now whether he wants to take hold of that. And uh, so his car payment got paid. And uh, my cousin had told me she was sitting home praying and interceding. And um, she just got this enormous feeling in her heart that she needed to. And uh, she was going to give to another organization, and she was in the process of that. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't go through, and she couldn't figure out why. And then she heard the Spirit saying, you could do that for Evan. And so she immediately just stopped what she was doing and, and did it. And, um, and she... She knew about the $200 that she, he had to pay for for uh, the CT scan to get it done. And she thought that was very unjust, very unjust. And she knew it had taken his car payment. And so she just turned around and did what the Lord had prompted her to do. And so the whole situation was taken care of, but plus the reconciliation possibility, you know, the opportunity to, to reconcile with his dad. So over and above, he gives, he gives us the, the ability to have over and above all that we can imagine. So, um, that is part of it. Forgiveness and reconciliation is part of all that. And I am just 
hopeful that they would get back to at least talking, even if he didn't help him, you know. It's really kind of where, now where he wants to be. And my son told me he is a believer, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes, and um, we find out the answer to the CT scan possibly this afternoon. And um, we're expectant and hopeful as this whole thing has drug on to this point. And interesting enough, since his colon check was January 11th, said he was free of cancer. The number 11 in the Hebrew meaning and value of letters and numbers. Number 11 means transition. It means some other things, but it also means transition. So at that point, you know, we believed he had transitioned into being clear of cancer. And then within two weeks, he was having pain and and so forth. And then we, you know, sought out a, a doctor's appointment and then were told it had moved to his kidney. Not in his kidney, but up against his kidney. So we're thinking, no, that can't be. You know, why would why would that be? You know? And it was quite a shock. So now we've since January eleventh have been in this process of delays, gaps, everything. Until tomorrow is March eleventh. That's two months it's two months and March 11th is again noted as a transition um so I'm just hopeful that we whatever comes to pass we transition to uh the good land that God promised and that we have a way when we see no way in our physical sense, but in the spiritual, he always makes a way. So we're just expectant in whatever God has for us. And we're hoping and declaring a healing. However that comes, he can do it instantly he can do it in a process he can it's you know it's in his hands so I know with all my healings they were a process and then within one of them I had an instant along with the process so he can do anything at any time anywhere 
and um, you have to go through the process in trust just as we've gone through the process in trust in this last 30 days that this would not be the truth that his word in Nabom would be true to the promise of affliction they will not come again even a second time so we're standing on that that this is a lie from the enemy to say you don't have nothing and that's not true that's a lie we have everything in Christ Jesus so I encourage you to seek the word and bring forth the word to back to the Lord back to the Lord because he delights in that And if he's going to say, you know, well done, faithful and servant, you know, then you have to be participating in that fact that he would say that back to you because you have, you have presented in your life that aspect of fervent prayer and all the things he asked you to do. And... That's my word for today, and I'll be back when when I know the results. And I hope that you have a, a wonderful day, and that you contemplate all this and seek the Lord. He wants to know you as well as you getting to know Him. And knowing who he is. He's the son of the living God. And when you know who he is, you can have all the blessings. He's the anointed one, the Messiah. That's what that means, Messiah. The anointed one, son of the living God. And when you know that factor, you are blessed. That's what he told Simon Peter when Simon Peter said that. So, when you know what his word says, you can stand on it. And he delights in that. He delights in you. He delights in your process of trusting him relying on him, finding refuge in him, seeking him, everything. Because that's part of all the commandment, love thy God with all your heart and all your mind. And take no other gods. Love thy neighbor as you would yourself. Honor your parents. You know, all the commandments, they haven't gone away. They're true today as they were in yesterday, 
So, God bless, and until I let you know.